0: Hey, Falcons fans, this is Coach Johnson again, uh, coming back with another episode of Coaching Falcons. Uh, today's episode, I am featuring one of uh, Perry Meridian's head coaches. This is going to be head coach Zach Reidner, who was the head volleyball coach. Hey, Coach, how you doing? Good, how are you? I'm doing great, thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you were uh, able to come on and show us or talk about your team. Uh, any of your expectations and so on uh, that will um, give us some idea or insight of uh, Falcon Volleyball for this year.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to
0: it. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about your uh, coaching experience or
1: experience with volleyball? Well, my coaching experience with volleyball uh, began the year after I graduated, Um, I played two years at Southport High School, graduated in 05. Uh, Our coach from my senior year had decided he was not coming back, and the program was at risk for closure because they didn't have anybody to coach. So myself, a couple other former teammates went to the athletic director and said, we want to coach the team. And they said, well, you need an adult in the room. So we had to get (laughs) a a sponsor, and Joe Leonard, who's still a teacher over there at Southport, stepped up to be that sponsor. I coached there for five years, uh, first year as the varsity head coach, and the next, two year, er, next four years as the varsity assistant learning under Mark Slayton. I wanted that head coaching job again, and I went out to Lawrence Central for a year. And then Slayton called me and said, Hey, Perry's finally going to let us do a boys' volleyball program. Uh, do you want the job? And just the competitor in me said, Absolutely. I <laughs> want to go to the rival. So I've been here for, uh, this spring will be 11 years that I've been with the boys program. And uh, this is my first year as the girls head coach. I spent the last four years as the varsity assistant for the girls program.
0: Okay. So you were coaching the boys here at Perry? Yeah. Okay. Um, Do you think they will make the boys an IHSA official Uh, Sport, have you got any timeline or heard anything on that?
1: So I've been a member of our organization. It's called the IBVCA, and we have been trying that. The organization started in 1994, so I was 8 years old when it started. And so for the past 17 years, I've been a member, been a board member, and every year we seem to get closer and closer, and then we'll take a couple steps back. (laughs) Uh, Right now we're pursuing coming in under the Emerging Sports Program that the IHSA has put out. Um, so, we're compiling some athletic directors' insight and principals' insight and trying to address the IHSA to let us come in under this umbrella just so these kids get an opportunity to, you know, not just be, oh, you're just a club. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be just a club. I treat it like it's natural sport at the school, and a lot of programs do, but we're still looked at as just a club. Right, right. I, I can see that happening.
0: Yeah. Um, what do you think? that um, you have brought since this this is your first year at Perry Meridian. What have you brought to the program that you think is a, a positive thing that will help build your program?
1: I think being around the girls for the last few years has, they know me, they're comfortable with me. The coach we had before, Jen, was a great coach, but she's a little intimidating. She's pretty, I mean, pretty high intense. Um, I've been that coach that they can kind of come to with their problems. If, you know, they're having an issue, they can come to me. So I think there's a little more comfort with that. And the JV coach, our JV coach from last year I brought up as my varsity assistant, she kind of had that same rapport with these girls. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're they're more relaxed. There's not as much pressure on them. I think, which I don't believe Jen created that pressure. I think the girls more created that pressure on themselves. Okay. I think they really didn't want to disappoint her. And I feel like now they feel like they can kind of be themselves and kind of be free with it.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, what, what do you want to accomplish as a team? Uh, first of all, let me, let me go back for a second. Do most of your girls do club? Yes. Volleyball club? How, how did your summer go with that or is there
1: uh well and the club stuff is great like they get you know training from elite coaches from around the state the problem with the club thing is that the first month or so of open gyms for us it's well my club coach wants me to do it this way my (laughs) club coach wants me, and
0: it
1: basketball has the same issue with aau right my, my aau coach wants me to do it this way Okay. They have habits that you have to break. Right. Because you want them to do it your way. Yeah. We had one of our girls the other day in Open Gyms. She pulled back so far, she stepped on my foot. And I'm five feet back and 12 feet back behind that. I was like, why are you running away back here? Well, my club coach wants me to do that. You're not at club anymore. You don't (laughs) need to pull back that far. Yeah. So uh, it's just breaking those habits. Like, we love that they're in club. They're getting training that we can't give them year-round. I coach club myself. I coach boys club. I run the youth league for the township. I coach boys in the spring. Like, I'm always in the volleyball court anyway. Mm -hmm. I can't devote the time to them that they're getting from these club coaches. So I would say there's, of the 12 girls we have on varsity, I think we have all 12 that are in a club somewhere. Okay. Except, well, 11 out of 12 so okay we're pretty good
0: so they're they're, they're putting in the time <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. to get to get better that's great uh, what, what do you want to accomplish as a team uh, for this year uh, varsity uh, reserve freshman what do you want to accomplish as, as, as
1: a team freshman team we moved up I think five freshmen to our reserve the JV team. And so we kept 13 on freshmen. That's the most we've ever kept on freshmen in the time that I've been a part of the girls' program. We saw potential in those 13 girls, so ultimately we want to get them at that level to step into those JV roles next year. We kept 10 on JV. We're graduating six seniors this year, so six of the girls in this program are going to go to varsity next year. Okay. And freshmen, I just want them to learn, have a positive experience, and then be prepared for that JV round next year. The last three seasons, we've won the JV Mid-State Championship, put on over at Greenwood High School, Mm -hmm. and I want to continue that. We we stack our JV team to go in and just dominate. I mean, there's girls on that team that have definite varsity capabilities, but I've got a full roster of experienced girls that have been three, four-year varsity players, and I would rather those girls that are varsity capable to play out an entire J V season okay. versus sitting the bench under a girl that, you know, they're not going to play over. Right. Right. Varsity sectionals title is within our grasp. They have this is the most decorated group that we've had on varsity. said those three J V championships, mm-hmm. all but two of the girls on our varsity roster had a hand in winning those. So we want to take that winning attitude and put it to varsity and really, really kick Ron Colley's butt what we want to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, this is a public record. Man. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. So let, so let it be written. Yes. So, so let it, it be written. done.
1: Yes. Ron Colley and Ron Colley is, you know, that thorn in our side that sure. we just cannot get over that hump. We've. We play them three times a year. We play them regular season. We play them in county, and then they're always our, our section. sectional. Right. And it's great matches. Over the years, they've been they've had you know, six girls on the court that are capable of carrying the match on their back, and we've had six girls. And then it goes back and forth. Sure. And they're going to be – I know where they're going to be, and they know where they can find us, too.
0: Okay, okay. Speaking, speaking of that rivalry, um, do you have any uh, – Team leaders that that stand out for this year's team that you you've been around them for two three four years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh, who are who are your team leaders
1: if if there are any for you? Emma Morris comes to mind first, um, and her and I had a conversation last year when she was a junior. She had a bad game and just kind of you know had a sour look on her face, and I I pulled her aside. I said, Hey, be aware of your demeanor out on the court. I said. It's getting to be that time where the girls are going to look to you to guide them to victory. Mm -hmm. Like, if if you're mad because you didn't get set right, then that setter's going to be mad that she didn't set you right. That passer's going to be mad that she didn't pass the ball right. Like, it could all trickle down. Right. She has come in this year with a great attitude, with just a different swagger about her. Her older sister played for the team last year. Okay. And her sister never set her. And this year, I think she's, she. we have a different setter lineup now, but we graduated two setters last year. And they're setting Emma. And Emma knows that the ball's coming to her and she's going to put it down. Okay. Campbell Clark is a three-year varsity player. She's our libero. She's loud, she's aggressive, she covers the court from side to side. Like, she gets the stuff that doesn't make any sense that she can get to, (laughs) and we just don't know how she does it. Uh, We had a transfer that came in, uh, Sarah Gompertz, that has just come in and just meshed well with everybody. She's got a great leadership attitude about her. Um, And, like, we've got one four-year varsity player, Lauren Crittenden, that has come in with a new attitude herself. She has struggled with a couple injuries and stuff over the last few years and hasn't had the high school career that I think she really wanted. Mm-hmm. And she's come in this year like you're going to have to somebody's going to have to take this playing time for me. Yeah. And it's really been a, a pleasure to see that turnaround with her. It's been oh, great. Okay. Great. Great. Um,
0: do you have any or have you set any team goals for your for your for you ladies, um, some coaches don't have team goals. Uh, some coaches have lots of team goals. When, when I coached, I had very few team goals. I had very few things that I dealt with because I didn't set so many goals. And as time evolved, then we would tweak some of them. But how about you?
1: You have goals set yeah, I mean, there's been teams over the, the four years I've been a part of the program, five years now, that we just can't beat. And whether it's the name on the jersey or the the club teammates that the girls have, you know, on the other side of the net, for whatever reason, we can't beat them. Uh, in the 17 years I've been a coach, I could not beat Franklin Community for whatever reason. Girls... Boys, it didn't matter. I could not beat Franklin Community. Last year, we beat them in a five-set thriller. Last year, we set the goals that we want to beat Ron Colley, Center Grove, and Franklin Community. Mm -hmm. And because in the four years we've been here, those were the only three teams that had our number. We were 0-3, 0 well, Ron Colley's like 0-9 because we play them three times a year. Sure. But the other teams were 0-3, 0-3, 0-3. And Franklin Community was the only one that we... Like, the girls came in determined to get that win. Whether it was for me or for themselves, they wanted to get that win. Right. And so, obviously, our goals this year is sectionals, beat Ron Colley, and beat Center Grove. Okay. Okay. So, we still have those carried over.
0: Oh, awesome. And good luck with that.
1: Thank you. It's always
0: good to set goals. I always felt it was good to set goals, and that way you can measure how you are. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, the team can measure where they are as well, and then you can see the positive and you can see the um, negatives and how how they react to adversity and so mm-hmm. on. If they don't meet those goals, and like everyone else, all athletes, you know, they all want to win, and they they get upset when they don't do that. Right. And so, those are goals that are are achievable, and I wish you
1: I hope you can get them. Yeah, and, like, something that we've always, like, we always believed going into the gym. Every time we'd match up with Center Grove, every time we'd match up with Ron Colley, we believed that we had the opportunity, that we would have the upper hand. Last year, we had six girls on our roster. Five of them went to play volleyball in college. Mm -hmm. Like, that's rare that you have that much talent on one roster. We thought we had it last year, and one girl had one... Bad pass, and then it was a bad set, and then a bad – I mean, it was just trickle – I mean – Yeah, and then it we, snowballs. We couldn't get out of our own way. <laughs> and, you know, those girls tried so hard and worked so hard. And we – as a coach, you hate to see them not achieve those goals. Yeah. But, I mean, we finished 18-11 last year, and I, that's still a great season, you know. And so is the goals are important, but then I never want them to feel like, since we didn't get those goals, I'm disappointed. Right. I understand. I understand. Yeah. There's been a
0: big, looming spirit-slash-ghost that's hovering above the entire world right now called COVID-19. Mm-hmm. And I've asked this question to other coaches, fall coaches. How or do you think COVID will affect your team? And if it does, will it be something that could devastate the team? Would it be something that would affect your your team uh, goals, spirit, and outcomes? Because it's there. Mm-hmm. I know just today they announced that uh, all Perry Township schools are going to go back to mask indoors. Because this new Delta virus is, is, is out there. So right. how, how do you think that could possibly be have an effect on, on your team itself?
1: Well, I think just with any team, you want to be prepared. I have a friend of mine who actually works for Perry Township that made team masks for our girls. Okay. They got a Falcon on one side, they got their number on the other. It's essentially a part of their uniform. And having the mask on them at all times... And being prepared, you know, there's some schools that we go to that you may have to have a mask when right. you sit on the bench. We may end up being that way when we host a game. And I think the the biggest thing that COVID kind of taught me last season is the importance of having a crowd. You know, there was a lot of games we would go to where, you know, one person could come per player. Sure. And the crowds were smaller. We didn't have a cheer block. During the boys' season, the crowd made the biggest difference in our record. We finished Mm 27-5, third in state, because our JV guys stuck around and could hang out and cheer for our boys, and that ultimately is what carried us to victory so many times. So I feel like having the crowds and stuff in here for these games, COVID can hover around us all that they want, but as long as we can have people in the stands – I don't see it affecting the girls as much. Yeah. I think that's going to be a big thing. Like, just wear your mask. If you've got to wear a mask indoors, don't complain about it. Just put it on. <laughs> just, just, just come to the game. Yeah. That we just want we want fans to come over and be able to enjoy the game. The girls need that there for their spirits. You know, we played games last year when it was dead quiet. We'd get a big kill and it was dead quiet. Yeah. Like, that just kills your momentum. Crowds, crowds
0: have a lot to do with momentum and yes. getting, getting your girls or getting any teams fired up. And when things start to roll, then as the crowd gets into it and the opposition team starts to doubt themselves, right. then the crowd tends to get a little bit more loud, a little bit yep. more aggressive, have a little bit more fun. And ultimately your team has more fun and, and they start being, feeling positive about things. And before you know it, you know with volleyball – you know, you can get five or six points right now, and mm-hmm. before you know it, the game is almost out of reach. Oh, yeah. So, the crowd is is a big, big plus in that, and I'm hoping that you're able to get that crowd back for yeah, sure. We are too. Okay, you, do you guys, do you have a scrimmage against other teams as volleyball?
1: No, so actually, what we've done, I think the first year we were here, we did scrimmage Brownstown, and I couldn't even tell you how that ended up. I don't even remember, but
0: Brownstown, way yeah. down, way down south. They came up to us. And okay. We're like,
1: okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but since then, we have a scrimmage within our own teams. Our freshman plays our mm-hmm. JV, JV plays varsity, and then usually varsity plays varsity. Well, with my connection with the boys' team, the, some of the boys have come into the girls' practices, and you know, the girls are like, "Hey, they can really play. Mm-hmm. Like this is fun. Like this is competitive. We like this." So this year for our scrimmage, we had the boys' varsity scrimmage the girls' varsity. On a girl's height net, the boys' net is actually about eight inches taller. Sure, but we scrimmaged on a girl's net, and the girls actually won. Okay, and it it was close. I think the first game was 22-25, and the second game was we just went to 15, but it ended up being 16-14. Okay, okay. So uh, the boys were disappointed and I think <laughs> a little surprised, but the girls they loved it. Yeah, I thought it was great.
0: Yeah, guys. Don't like to get (laughs) beat by girls. That's for sure.
1: It was a lot of fun to watch.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I can imagine it. It was. I can imagine it was. Uh, Before we wrap things up, is there anything that you would, uh, any last thoughts or anything for your program or uh, Falcons fans would like to know? Uh,
1: I guess just come out to games. Like, like I was saying before about the crowd. Uh, We've got 12 girls on our varsity roster. Every single one of them is good at volleyball. And we're going to put on a lot of shows this year, home games, away games. We're going to surprise some people, I think. Um, our Ron Colley matches are always big crowd getters. We actually play at Ron Colley this year in their new gym. It's a beautiful new gym that mm. they have over there. Um, and I'd like to see a lot of Falcon Blue up there in the stands for that match. Will they be able to hold everybody in this big I... new gym? I hope so. <laughs> it's, it's definitely bigger than their old gym. Okay. The, the ceiling's a lot higher, which I used to always frustrate me playing in their their little shed that they had over there that the ceiling was about 12 foot off the ground. Oh, okay. Playing volleyball in a small gym like that is not
0: fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on, Coach. And um, uh, maybe later on this year I'll check in with you. Um, I'll be sure to be at some of your matches for sure. Great. And uh, I wish you all the best. Uh, welcome to uh, Falcon Country mm-hmm. as the uh, new head uh, volleyball coach. And so with that be said, thank you, uh, Coach uh, Zach. Zach. Did I say Zach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zach Reitner. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I've had about three or four coaches in my mind right now. You're good. So uh, thank you for coming out, Coach. And with that being said, I'd like to end with saying, Go Falcon!